When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live and doing everything entertainment on this beautiful Tuesday. It's May 7th, just after 2 p.m. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. And Colleen Lindstrom will be back with us tomorrow. She had to leave for the rest of uh, the show today, but she'll be back. Don't you worry. Holly, we thought we would head ourselves right back to the Met Gala. Biggest story of the day, obviously. Everybody, you know, tuning in to find out what did those celebrities wear at that Met Gala thing? And they're supposed to wear something campy. And we kind of broke that down, did we not, in the first hour of the show? We were like, you guys, they had homework. Let's see if they did their homework. Did they show up to the uh, Met Gala in something that met with the theme that had been laid out by uh, the chairs of that particular Met Gala committee, including but not limited to Lady Gaga. Yeah, exactly. And Brad, you did such a good job of laying it out. So this is all based on an essay by Susan Sontag, and she lists out the criteria for camp. So it was fairly easy for celebrities to look at this list, see it, then decide to make an outfit based on any number of criteria that were given in this essay. It's like really easy. It's just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to follow number uh, 13 right here, and I'm going to make an outfit based off of that. Yeah, like they had something to work with. But, you know, I, I will say a lot of the celebrities that you looked at and were like, why is she wearing that? <laughs> it actually, if you thought about it and you read through the the... Uh, what do we call that? The essay. The source material Mm -hmm. that uh, they actually followed directions. Like if you wondered why Katy Perry was dressed as a big fat chandelier, you may not agree with it. You may not like the way she executed it. I don't know. You may have particular taste or style questions or issues with it. But at the end of the day, you could say, she followed directions. Yeah. And then at the after party, Katy Perry dressed up as a hamburger and Celine Dion was like humping her. There's pictures on page six. That's Celine camp. Dion humping Katy-, Katy Perry dressed as a hamburger. That is Mwah, that gets a so, chef's yes, kiss. <laughs> yes, that is that is a four star experience. And in uh, the world of camp, in the world of camp. Now, there was a big issue I had with a certain type of celebrity who showed up on the pink carpet last night for the Met Gala. Mostly, let's call them pretty people. Because I was just blown away at how lazy and fearful, and we can get to the fearful part in a a minute, but mostly lazy a bunch of celebrities were. And they all seemed to be of a certain sort. So what I mean by that is, Holly, Yeah. Giselle Bündchen, for example, Mm. you know, she's um, one of the world's most beautiful 
cover models, she's right? She's a supermodel. supermodel. She likes acai bowls. She does yoga. She's married to Tom Brady. I mean, she showed up in a, I don't know, silk, pink silk drapey thing. Like, I'm sure there's a big story behind it, but she didn't look like a woman who was trying to embody camp. Unless in and of herself, she thinks she represents camp. And we don't have to go too deep in what camp means. It's, you know, trust us when we say she was being lazy. Yeah. Giselle Boonchin, of course, when you realize that Giselle Boonchin has the complete inability to be campy about herself. She is a woman that has made a career on her beauty and her sex appeal. And that I, when you think of somebody who has a self self deprecating sense of humor, Bradley, does Giselle Boonchin come up on the top of your list? No, you yeah. kind of think of her as like a robot, and like, <laughs> and that may be unfair. Who right? sells flip flops, right? And is married to a super rich football star, and who she's also rich enough herself. Kind of like a robot, thank frankly. you. And yeah. he was wearing. Speaking of pretty people who were lazy last night at the Met Gala, um, he was wearing a suit. Uh, um, Tom Brady wearing a tux. Again, wow! I don't know. Congratulations what for showing the point up. of that is. Now, do you have to wear a hamburger costume covered in rhinestones and have Celine Dion hump you at a party? No, no, no that's just it- a bonus. That's somebody who's excelling or you know overachieving. But at the very least, could you show up with some effort? And there was a whole like vein of just pretty sort of cut out cookie cutter pretty people who were completely lazy last night. And a lot of them actually were men. Yeah. A lot of men like um, Liam Hemsworth, for example, uh, Jamie Foxx. I mean, the list goes on and on. Frank Ocean, Kanye West, Bradley. Why did he even bother to show up at the Met Gala? He he dressed in a Dickies workwear jacket and boots. But that's what he's wore to the red carpet. There's nothing camp about that. Like, if you, I, I just feel like people could have done their homework. And yeah. there are a few people who didn't need to show up wearing anything other than what they normally wear to be the expression of camp. And Joan Collins is among them. But Joan Collins and in she, and of herself is camp. And the, I will say she kind of followed directions because her outfit was a little over the top. But, yeah, it's a tear on there. But uh, frankly, she, you know, Joan Collins is camp. Yes. Right? She is camp personified. Her whole being is camp. Joan Collins walks out of the house and she, in her essence, is camp. So it's easy for her to execute the theme of the Met Gala, which was camp last night. She just had to show up. Yeah. I, I, you know, there, uh, again, we're just talking about how some people took the lazy route. And it's usually, I, I, I always just feel like it's pretty people because let's be honest, I think they have one note, they have one trick. And they can't think outside of the box. And I feel like that must be a horrible prison. You know how the caged birds sing. What is the thing with the caged birds singing? Uh, Am I Angelou book? Yeah. Yeah. So you just feel bad for people like Giselle because what does she... I do. Do And I know it's existential. There's no reason for us to feel bad for Giselle. But in a group, uh, in a room full of highly successful, talented, creative people, I feel bad for Giselle. Uh, Because she doesn't allow herself clearly to do anything. You know who does, though? Who fits that bill? Who? Okay, so now I'm I'm arguing against myself because if you're just joining us here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we're talking about the Met Gala last night and kind of the crazy over-the-top things that people were wearing. It just like uh, I, we we are no experts nor arbiters of all things camp. No. We just did the homework. We read 
you know, we read an essay, the thesis, and then looked at what they were supposed to show up and, and then judged accordingly. That's all we're doing. Yep. But I'm going to sort of make an argument against myself by saying the one person, she wasn't there last night, I don't think, Heidi Klum. No, like, she wasn't. Heidi Klum is able to like go places creatively that a lot of pretty people, because Heidi Klum, arguably one of the most beautiful people from a just, you know, black and white perspective, like she's look a, at yeah. beautiful in dictionary, Heidi Klum is in there. Exactly. She is always like willing to be creative. You know, her Halloween costumes every year, she's like completely over the top. Her beauty is not the only thing that she's willing to express herself. Yes. Uh, with or and, express. She's th- that like she's not afraid to go outside of the thing that makes her who she is. Right. Heidi Klum knows that she has made a career being pretty, that she has sold the idea of her sex appeal to the public at large. But Heidi Klum's Halloween party is camp. Heidi Klum dressing up as Jessica Rabbit, dressing up as a weird robot, that is camp because she's taking that seriously. Heidi Klum is like, yeah, I'm totally going to wear these big exaggerated boobs and a cartoon eyebrow on Halloween. And it's amazing. And I'm taking it seriously, which, as we learn, Bradley, is one of the definitions of camp. Also, it's not that thing that sexy people do or, you know, pretty people do where they're like, I'm going to I'm going to do the costume thing, but I'm going to be a sexy carpenter. Look at I'm going to be a sexy fireman. No, you're no. still doing the sexy thing. No, and I want to see campy. you like, you know, again, I want to see you get outside of your comfort zone. And if this, if there's any place you're going to do it, it would seem to be that Met Gala was the perfect place because it gives you that creative license to show up and do something. You know who did that last night successfully? Who? Again, I'm arguing against myself, but um, you know, it's, it's perhaps not uh, 100%. Um, Harry Styles. Harry Styles is arguably a beautiful person. Yeah, he was looking a little rough though last night on the red but carpet. But again, but again, he he was wearing like a silk blouse. He was very gender bendy. He was wearing earrings, pulled his hair back, had makeup on. But he's worn more exciting outfits. Yes, I mean, out again, you can judge him for it. But I'm <laughs> saying like he could have played it safe, like any other beautiful person, and just you know made the beauty the selling point. And True. instead, he was willing to show up a little ugly. Yeah. Well, for the sake of his art. And to your point, and Bradley. frankly, that should be my like our motto <laughs> in life: show up a little bit ugly. Yeah, just show up a little ugly for your art. Now, before we leave, to your point about pretty people having difficulty executing the theme of last night's Met Gala, which is camp. One of my big issues about the Met Gala in general is. Where the heck are all the genuinely campy people? This this is so true. I was thinking about this. Well, I've been thinking about this since this morning. There are so many obvious omissions. If if camp is going to be the theme, where was John Waters? Yeah. Where was Grace Jones? Where was Charo? Elvira? Yes. Rip Taylor. He Elvira could... especially is is camp personified. Thank you. Yeah. Missed opportunities there, Anna Pamela Wintour. Anderson. Oh, well, well, she was busy, you know. Yeah, she was busy visiting uh, Julian Assange in jail. I mean, which the, in and of itself is camp. Oh, I, I do ah. want to know where John Waters was, though. I have a legitimate gripe with John Waters, you know, sort of uh, 
the uh, prince of of camp. Although I will say, do you know that John Waters? Again, if you don't know John Waters, Pink Flamingos. Uh, what are the movies that everybody knows? Hairspray. Hairspray. Everybody knows Hairspray. Serial Mom. Crybaby. Oh, Crybaby. Um, he has gotten to the point where he's like, camp as it was is no longer, right? There's nothing shocking anymore. There's nothing over the top anymore. Right. So to him, the the like most shocking thing you could do, at some point he said something like me doing a, a children's show that was completely serious, completely intentional, a good children's show, vanilla, saccharine, over the top, because that today is actually countercultural, right? Right. Like being so normal is is abnormal, if that makes any sense. Anyway, oh. I would have appreciated to see John Waters last night. Very much so. All right. I think we solved that mystery. I think we did. We dumb solve mystery that one. When we come back, we're going to dumb solve some other mysteries involving the Jonas people. This big plague of uh, Joni everywhere, uh, every corner we turn around, there they are. Well, I've got some interesting news that I learned about uh, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner's wedding. You'll remember they got married on the fly in Vegas. Yeah, it was totally spontaneous, those wild kids. Totally spontaneous. Well, here's another reason to believe it wasn't totally spontaneous. We'll tell you when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Joe News is good news. Well, it's good news for you here on the Colleen and Bradley show because we get to make fun of it. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. Colleen will be back with us tomorrow. She had a runaway. Runaway. Uh, Joe News. What is Joe News, Holly? Is it good news? Well, it's good news for us, but uh, for the layperson, how would you describe Joe News? I would describe it. As an offshoot of Chonus Bonus, that is the conversation that started on the Colleen and Bradley show where we discussed the fake marriage between Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra because they may be legally married, but that relationship is fake, 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 fake. And since they got married, quote unquote, uh, their storylines have been spreading everywhere. So in addition to them having like a bunch of different weddings slash honeymoons slash post wedding parties. It began to spread to different parts of their families Mm -hmm. Uh, and the media. When I say spread, I mean the media coverage. So all of a sudden, you know, we get all the other Jonas Brothers. They somehow accidentally announce uh, that they're getting back together and, oh, have an album and, oh, are doing a tour and, oh, oh, there's going to be TV shows and, oh, there's going to be all sorts of marketing opportunities. Yeah, it's all just coincident. Purely, purely. Literally all happening within a 12 month period. And then most recently, Holly, you'll remember that Joe Jonas, the brother of Nick Jonas, married uh, star of Game of Thrones, Sophie Turner. Um, They got married. They I don't want to say they eloped, but they got surprise married. Surprise. They were in Las Vegas for the Billboard Music Awards last week. And then, oh, you know, just after the performance. We're just going to, you know, take caution to the wind. We're going to go get married and get married by a Elvis in Las Vegas. It's going to be cute. We're going to have suckers for rings. Yeah, they did ring pops because mm. the Jonas Brothers' new single is... Sucker. Yeah, so they, we are the suckers here, just FYI, where they think we are, but we're on to them. Mm-hmm. We see you. So you reference that they got sort of a surprise married in Vegas after the Billboard Music Awards. They were wearing ring pops, the dumb rapper for the ring pop, allegedly selling for thousands of dollars on eBay by the Elvis impersonator who married them. 
Well, to sort of um, destroy the notion that this was a, you know, fly by the seat of our pants experience. Spontaneous two people in love experience. Yeah, that was not the case. Priscilla Presley. Priscilla Presley came forward and said, it's very sweet that Joe and Sophie got married on. Look at this. The anniversary of Priscilla Presley and Elvis getting married. Excuse me, please. Yes. So their recent Vegas nuptials happened to take place on the very same day that Priscilla Presley married Elvis 52 years prior. So this story just gets better and better Stop because clearly it. this was planned. Of course it was planned. Within an inch of its life, we'll be at the Billboard Music Awards and then you're going to get married, but it's going to be a surprise marriage. It's going to be an opportunity for us to do the thing with the thing in Vegas. And oh, by the way, it's also the 52nd anniversary of Elvis and uh, Priscilla Presley. And then we're going to go have a big marriage of actual ceremony, ceremony in Paris. Yeah, don't this, you worry. This train ain't coming into the station anytime soon. So they're going to get married in Paris because that was the story last week. People magazine clarified for us because we were all wondering, oh, well, they just eloped in Vegas. Surely they're going to have some kind of big ceremony. Well, that's the case. They reported last week that Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner were going to get married in France. Is that still the case? What's happening with them? Um, they're they're going to get married in France. But um, I did want to just follow up on this Priscilla story really Please. quickly. I wanted you to know what Priscilla... Act- oh, fine. Be that way. Well, can you tell us after the break what Priscilla Presley had to say about I this? I will just say this. She thought it was very sweet. Really very sweet. Stop it. Yeah. How much did she get paid to say that? <sighs> exactly. Mm. Um, we're all just tools. In the Jonas world. When we come back, crazy, stupid idiots that aren't celebrities, right here on My Talk 1071. What a beautiful Tuesday it is. And that has a lot to do with the fact that you showed up here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live and doing everything entertainment on MyTalk1071.com. Download the app, by the way, because we've got all sorts of. Happy prizes for you uh, every day by listening to your favorite shows on the app. You can win big. Ooh, ooh. But now we're going to do this over here with Crazy Stupid Idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. Nice one. Oh, thank you. Where are we going? Well, I would like to go to Florida. Yes. uh, To begin things. And um, this is a story I would like to give credit where credit is due. That was brought to my attention by everyone. (laughs) Well, it's Uh, Florida, right? Every social media outlet bombarded me with this wonderful story and for that i am grateful so i th- i say thank you listeners for the story florida the idiots one i'm reading and golden girls all underwear. about this lady who did this thing okay so <clears throat> i want to tell you about a florida woman who got pulled over in a traffic stop on monday this actually happened okay so this unidentified lady uh, goes, uh, hey, what's up? And the officer's like, ma'am, did you know you were speeding? And she uh, she 
she did something that will change your life forever. She went into her purse and showed the officer her license and registration. If by license and registration you mean alligator and purse, you mean pants, yes. Excuse me. An unidentified woman pulled a small alligator out of her pants during a traffic stop on Monday morning. How does that even happen? I don't know. Where Now, do we have the size of an alligator? Because that varies. I mean... (laughs) The first thing I would like to remind all women everywhere, because we've had to issue this warning and reminder on a regular basis, that thing is not a pocket. What thing? Your thing. Oh, the front thing? Yeah. It's not a nature's pocket? It's it's not so you're talking. Wait, wait. So you said, Bradley, that she pulled an alligator out of her pants. I was thinking that she had an alligator in her pocket. I mean, I don't know if it was a pants pocket or a nature's pocket, but let's just say you don't put reptiles. Are crocodiles reptiles? Yeah, I think so. Right? Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You don't put reptile crocodile in your pants. Now, I understand. Also, teeth. Yeah. The I, crocodiles. I'm here. The alligator, I mean. Bradley, for her logic, though, I understand maybe what she was trying to do with this. See, now, if indeed we're correct in that alligators are reptiles, they're cold blooded and they need to stay warm. Where else are you going to stay well, warm but okay. nature's pocket? So she was taking care of the alligator, but I'm a little concerned that the alligator was not taking care of her. You should put a rubber band around its teeth. Now, <laughs> the other thing I will tell you is that it wasn't just an alligator in her pants. Mm hmm. It was also 42 striped mud turtles, a soft shell turtle, and some other stuff. In her pants. Not in her pants. <laughs> it's like, wow. In her vehicle. <laughs> that is so a- apparently <laughs> she knew the jig was up uh, and she was trying to traffic in some illegal species. Oh, come on. She was cited for possession and bag limit violations for all three species, which are native to Florida, but are regulated. The reptiles were seized and released, according to a spokesperson for the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Well, I'm glad that the creatures have a happy ending. I don't understand why. I guess they sell them, which can we just have we learned that lesson since that movie in the 80s where there was, you know, the kid, uh, they flush the alligator down the toilet and then it eats everybody. I have not seen that movie. Is that a movie? I swear. Or that's like an urban legend or something. But it's a part of my memory for some reason that there's an alligator living in the sewer system and it's eating everything. I always check the toilet before I go. Yeah. For that very reason. Well, for reason. that and snakes yeah. and rats. Mm-hmm. Uh, other creatures. I'm just saying, always lift the lid and take a peek. And sometimes they do actually come out of there. They, I feel like this yeah. part of the world, we don't have to worry too much. I mean, the only thing I can imagine is like a loon. Or a muskrat. I mean, (laughs) okay, a loon would never be in your toilet. (laughs) No, it would not be in your toilet. Um, The loons. (laughs) The loons. Maybe Catherine Hepburn's in your toilet. Well, if she Uh, is, uh, call the Inquirer. I'm going to stop talking because I feel like you're taking me to dangerous territory. And I'm going to turn the story over to you. Thank you. I got a crazy, stupid idiot. This time we're going to Virginia Bradley. Oh. We're going to Langley, Virginia. We're going to the CIA. Oh, my. We're going to CIA headquarters where there's a woman named Jennifer Hernandez. And last week, she decided to stop by the CIA headquarters in Langley, Virginia, every day for three days straight. I don't know why you would do this. 
But Jennifer had a, a really good reason. What? She said that she kept telling the CIA, because that's what you do. You walk in through the door and you say, hello, CIA. Well, she told them that she was there to see a recruiter, but that didn't seem to be true because, you know, the people at the Central Intelligence Agency are fairly smart. Yeah, well, you'd hope. Right, but she was persistent. And on the third day, Jennifer decided to see, or she asked the person at the CIA, mm-hmm. To see a specific agent. She had credentials. She had the name of an agent that she wanted to see that she she was was talking with. Yeah. And she had the name. Who was this uh, person? Agent Penis. Uh, Excuse me, what? Mm -hmm. Squeeze me? Agent Penis. Is that like a foreign last name? Penis? Could be. But unfortunately, Agent Penis. It was not. What? Yes. Was this just like, uh, is this like calling Moe's and asking for Jacques? Yep. Strap. Exactly. Well, officers in the CIA in the complex wouldn't let Jennifer go and meet this very special agent. Oh, there is no Agent Penis, you say? Yeah. She told them, do you really think that I'm going to leave? So then that's when she was arrested for trespassing. Yeah, this woman was a little... Yeah. Can I speak to Agent Penis? I'm going to keep my mouth shut because I feel like I could take the story in a few directions. You could, but we're not going to do that. She's not the only one who's asked to speak to Agent Penis. I'm just going to say that. As a serial killer. You know, he may be their top recruit, or it might be (laughs) she. I don't really know. He's a hard one to find, kids. (laughs) Thank you, Brad. Okay. Thank you. All right. Um, finally, I got another crazy, stupid idiot for Yay, us, Brad. What do you got for us? And we might also go into dangerous territory okay, with this good. one. Okay, good. I like that. All right. So we're going to Portland, Oregon. Very cool. Very hipster. Very hip, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rob Stout in Portland, Oregon. He was mad at a friend for borrowing something and not returning it. I mean, haven't you had that friend where you loaned somebody a DVD and then they never gave it back to you? And then by this time, DVDs are irrelevant. And so you're just never going to get your stuff back, but you're still kind of mad at them. Oh, totally. Yeah, that's what happened to Rob. So Rob was mad, and he never got back what he loaned his friend. So Rob decided to get some revenge. Oh? In the form of? A dog poop bomb. Dog poop bomb? Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy, Rob, should be going to work at the CIA, because this is what he did. Okay, He picked up a bunch of stuff. From the backyard. A doo-doo from the backyard. Okay. He put it in a plastic toolbox. And then he used a battery wiring switches and a car airbag to rig up something so that when his friend opened the toolbox, it... Poop everywhere. This is genius. Is there video of this? No. Oh. But I'm here to tell you, Bradley, it totally worked. Okay. The toolbox went off and everything exploded all over the place. Now, the friend wasn't hurt... But I actually am going to take it back, Brad, because I don't want you to try this at home. In fact, I don't want anyone to try this at home because Rob was arrested on a felony charge of unlawfully manufacturing a destructive device. Yeah, Maybe the whole go- bomb you know, part is what that's really... Just, like, you know, how about just a, a little, you know, a treat? Just leave it on the front porch. If you're going to be doing that, in fact, maybe you shouldn't be doing it at all. But I'm just saying maybe you don't want to make some kind of explosive device and trick your friend into opening it. There are many uh, there are actual things you can buy uh, to sort of make a point that are safer. And in fact, I just found a whole website called 
ruindays.com. You can do a spring-loaded D-bomb, which when you open it, it um, sends a bunch of uh, Schweenus-shaped paper confetti Great. all over. Oh, There's also oh, a glitter yeah. bomb, a sand bomb. And smelly poop in a box. Yeah, and some gummies that you can send to your friend and tell them to eat <laughs> the entire do, bag. Ew, look at the smelly doo-doo in a box. Is that a real doo-doo? Probably. Wet, chunky doo-doo in a box sprayed with condensed hobo farts. Is that what real? <laughs> Is that real? I don't think so. I don't think that's real. I don't think so, but I bet that they have the aroma down a-okay. Ooh, they're glistening. Anyway, so if you really do want to ruin someone's day, you can, you can go do to it this without website. going to jail. Is what thank we're saying. you very much. You can just send some candy in the shape of some things and tell somebody to eat the entire bag. Oh my God, okay. I love this. Eat the entire bag. Yeah. Okay, I love it. All right, when we come back, oh my God, who's doing the throwback live? It's Mr. Donnie Love. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Okay, because Colleen's not here. So Donnie and I will go head to head. He doesn't care. He's already in the room nesting, by the way, because this is Donnie's ritual. Yeah, he's he got co- Yeah, he comes in and nests. Got to put my legal box to the stapler. right. Got to put my stuff to the left. Somebody stole my stapler. Yes. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.